welcome to another episode of That's a Rap Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jay Rosales. Oh my gosh, guys, my heart is still racing. Jay, I cannot Jay, have... just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. I can't. I can't compute, man. My heart. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't I don't know if so, I took a, a breath in the last three hours. That was the longest three hours of my entire Raptor fanhood. And yeah, that three you, hours you know, you're you're, the three hours you're referring to was just the first overtime. Yeah, yes. I mean, you know uh, that shot, the shot that Kawhi had, the bouncing backwards and forth before it finally sank? That was this entire freaking game from the first <laughs> yeah. quarter yeah. to the double overtime, like the very bitter end. It was like the last 14 seconds where it's like, oh, we have possession. Yes, we're up by like six. We're fine. We we yeah. actually, we did it. <laughs> Finally. Like the road Jeez. to a championship, when people say that it is the hardest road, they don't lie. Like it's, if we have to go through how many more? Seven more of these? I don't know if I can deal with it, man. Let alone one more of these against these bucks. These these guys are resilient. Jeez. Yeah, seriously. Whatever it takes. Absolutely, whatever it takes. Uh, let's talk about what it took for the Raptors <laughs> to pull out this. Uh, 118 112 double overtime win uh, against the Bucks. Um, we we talked about in the last uh, pod after pod, uh, sorry after game number two that the Raptors just weren't aggressive. They were being bullied around and they 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 just didn't look like they wanted it more. And the Bucks did. And tonight the Raptors absolutely wanted it more, and mm-hmm. it showed in the numbers. The, the Raptors, and I'm going to clump these all together as, as hustle stats, as hustle numbers. But the Raptors led in steals 14 to 11. They had more points in the paint at 46 to 36. Uh, more second chance points, 18 to 16. And I, I guess most importantly, uh, fast break points, 29 to 18. So the, the Bucks were are known as, as, well, both the Raptors and Bucks are known as amazing transition offenses um raptors known more for being the more most efficient um transition offense in the nba while the bucks are just the highest scoring transition offense in the nba that the fact that the raptors kept the bucks under 20 transition points as well as scoring 29 of their own is huge Mm -hmm. and was a big part in how the raptors were able to pull out uh this incredibly important victory i mean the season was riding on this right um the the next number I'd like to point out is 16 from Mark Gasol. And, you know, he, he kind of tailed off there a bit uh, in the end, at least from the scoring department. But he was big all night long. He started out with, I believe, it was eight points in the first quarter and hit, hit a timely three in, I believe it was the first overtime. I don't know. It's all blurred to me now. With great defense along the way, I mean, he was he really did step up. I think that he, you know, if we were going to award stars here, he definitely would be one of our three stars. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and for the final number, uh, it's ten, and that is actually not not necessarily ten, but I'm gonna say fifteen. It took fifteen minutes for the Raptors to force ten turnovers off the Bucks. Uh, sorry, to force eight turnovers off the Bucks, and that already surpassed the number of turnovers they were able to force in the entirety of game two so you know right away three minutes into the second quarter you could tell that the raptors just were more hungry for this and again that 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 strong start is what kept them afloat for most of this game right and um yeah i mean it eventually we led us to victory uh, many many hours later you're, you're totally right jay i mean 
the starting the game off 30 and 21 for the first quarter is huge because if you remember the last game and no one really wants to remember the last game it was almost over six minutes into the first quarter this one the fact that we came in out strong is humongous uh, it, it kind of put milwaukee in a hole where they had to dig out of it uh, time and time again credit to them that they did that uh you know bringing us to two OTs but the thing is it, it made them fight it made them work so damn hard that uh because of that nine point lead in that first quarter I feel like that already changed the game yeah absolutely it helps that we seemingly had the lead or not the lead in points per se which we did but like the charge we had the ownership of the game for a good duration of it until one or two peak points in the fourth in one of the overtimes Mm -hmm. otherwise they didn't lead at all and a lot of that was them trying to play catch up which led to them hailing threes that just weren't landing trying to drive in they had a lot of great plays that were set up by bud of course um but what it also boils down to is who was getting cut who was getting the pressure placed on them. And I feel like one of those players was Yanni Atentacumpo, who didn't score that many. He had a ton of rebounds. I think he was like close to 20. So there was that. Oh yeah. He had, he had 23 rebounds. Jeez. Okay. Crazy. Uh, Jeez. But I mean, that's, that's him. I guess that's just another day at the office. Uh, This is what it looks like when the bucks are contested. They're still very frightening, but Mm -hmm. you know what? We held our own and that's, you've got to have some positives, right? Oh, like, yeah. like take us through the positives, Jason. Absolutely. So Jay already pointed this out. The people, the the players that showed up, I guess, Gasol and Norm. Lennon's going to get his 36. Like, yeah, he's going to get his plus 30 no matter what because he's that good. And he, and Milwaukee is making him work to get those 36. So someone's going to have to step up. Putting Gasol to make such a big impact from the jump from the start hitting those three pointers and Norman Powell coming off the bench. Oh my God. Playoff norm is one of the most exciting things to watch. Not only because the yep. bench hasn't been like, you know, good in any sense, but like we've seen Powell do this time and time again. And I, I've been on Twitter a lot of, uh, on this. Norman Powell is a vet. He's no longer an up and coming player. He is a vet. He's mm. experienced playoff from the jump from his uh, career as a Raptor. So he knows how to play in these big moments. You remember Indiana. You remember Milwaukee a few years ago. This is his time to shine. And it's so good to see Norman Powell finally get a breakout game. This is this is a breakout game. 19, 19 points off the bench, 20 minutes. That's efficiency. Oh, my God. It was, it was just so nice to see. Second positive has to be Pascal Siakam. He could have... Sealed the game, I guess, with those two free throws. I get it. You can say that's him choking. But if you're going to take that and say that he's not an MIP, that's dumb. That's not even a good take. He is an MIP. Think about it. Siakam has been guarded by two of the best defenders in the NBA. Embiid and Giannis. And the fact that he, yes, he did... Uh, missed those two three free throws. You know what happens for a champion? He comes back again to to make two free throws right after. That's a heart of a champion. And I, the fact that Lowry, Lowry had a huge game too, but he got fouled out. Right? We needed somebody not only to step up, but we also needed a leader. Leonard, he's not going to be the vocal leader. He's going to lead by example. Right? So we needed somebody else to also lead the troops. And Siakam was that person if Lowry was off, and it was. 
oh, it was it was so beautiful to watch that. Siakam is growing right in front of our eyes. And finally, my third point is how many times have I said this? Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is a robot. 52 minutes. I wish he didn't play that much. I wish he didn't play almost an hour long basketball, but he willed this win. He is one of the main reasons why we are still in this playoffs, why we are still alive. And to go out there and literally lay it out on the line. He wasn't comfortable. He was hurt. You see it. You you saw it. He was limping. His shot wasn't there, but he willed it. Take it in. Watch this game over and over again to see how much Kawhi Leonard willed this win which speaking of positives and a number which uh, stuck out to me that that wasn't brought up uh, this is the first I believe this is the first playoff game in this year any series where the Raptors and their opponents scored over 100 and the Raptors won so that's a great takeaway there's also the fact that um the Bucks are a lot more rested than the Raptors but guess what they had to play these minutes too and now they're getting as worn down as we are. Guess what? That That's an advantage for us because we're already in this position. And now they're going to be on our level more than us having to match their level. And that's pretty great. But having said all this, now we got to look at things that we got to improve upon for the next game. Later One of those on. things is time management. So what I'm referring to particularly is just how we deal with the ball and We've brought up in other episodes, ball movement is great, but you could also have too much, a.k.a. when we had the 24-second shot clock running down a number of times. I don't even know how many, and we had to throw up shots just because we were at the bitter end and we didn't want to have a, a forced turnover. But guess what? It's still a forced turnover because we miss, we shoot a brick, they catch on to it. And you know what that results in? Them getting fast break points. And you know what they had? 29 to 18. They killed us in the fast break points, Mm -hmm. meaning that they had a lot smarter use of of the ball. Of course, ball movement is great, but we also have to play a shot at the right times. You you can fool around with the ball a little too much, which leads to my second point, silly turnovers. You know, things happen when you dribble the ball off your foot or you step out of bounds. The Bucs had it as well, but we want to match the Bucs at everything. Rebounds offensive rebounds threes steals blocks we matched as uh jay you pointed out we matched them in many categories we don't want to match them in turnovers which we did basically Mm -hmm. we were just shy of like a few when the bucks which are the best team in the league have turnover rates this high you need to own that you need to capitalize on it You don't want to be there with them because guess what? That gives them second chances. We do not want them to have second chances because look what happens. They bring it to overtime. Yep. And that leads to the final point. If Lowry didn't have five, if Powell didn't have five, I guarantee we would have won in regulation. But unfortunately, foul trouble once again. And it's so difficult because you're looking at a team which Middleton is slim. Hill's not that built either. The main defensive drive you have is Yanni Antetokounmpo, but even then he's a little lanky. This isn't the biggest team tank-wise, yet they are so good at drawing fouls. They are Mm. so good at owning us when it comes to that kind of thing. We cannot allow that because look what happens. Lowry gets sent off. Powell gets sent off. Gasol almost did. But there is a silver lining because 
you play long enough, Middleton almost gets sent off. But somebody actually did. Yanni Antetokounmpo. Yeah, so, that was huge. But like, if you think about it this way, I mean, the fact that Lowry and Norm, two of your best players in this game, got fouled out, and you went into another 10 minutes after regulation, and you still won that game, that has to be a positive you got to take out of this, right? Yes, and what have we talked about this entire time? This can't be a Kawhi game. This has to be a team game. And even if the numbers don't entirely show it, I would argue this is one of the best team efforts. Yeah, agreed. Powell had a great game. Gasol had a great game. But I would still argue this was a cohesive team and not just on the shoulders of three or four players. Because if you look at what was happening on the floor, I would argue, even though Danny Green didn't have the best numbers, he was still an asset. And I would still argue that... Van Vliet was still on asset. So this is where it was good. We matched them as a team. I think we can do even better. And if we capitalize on their mistakes and don't create our own, whether it's fouls, turnovers, or fast break points, I think we can see another win. Yeah, I, I think that you guys made some really great points about um, you know how this game went both from a positive and negative aspect. The the foul trouble thing really bugged me. You know, it it's something that um, you know, I don't like to play the whole role of, you know, referees playing favorites or referees blowing calls and the re- the, the refs are against the Raptors and, and all that jazz, but today was really tough to watch. Um yeah. plenty of calls that were very questionable. Uh, both calls that were were made against the Raptors and and calls that simply weren't called on the Bucks. I'll just give a couple of examples here. The, there was one uh, play where where the the foul that that fouled out Norm ticked me off because he was very obviously pushed by Brooke right. Lopez. Yep. Uh, yeah, there was nothing. That was poor poor call. And then there was also even I don't know. Maybe the, they didn't say it on the broadcast, but I felt like. The sixth foul on on Kyle that wasn't over the back like he was yeah. clearly boxing out Yanni. Yanni jumped over him. Like mm-hmm. if if Kyle was the height of Mark Gasol, that would have been over the back. But because he's not, there was no foul call. Right. So it was both of them were very questionable to me. I think what what really stood out to me was how the the Raptors responded. You know when when Kyle left the game, there were six minutes left. That's half of a quarter, mm-hmm. and you're only up six. All I could think about was just keep them at bay, right? Like uh, I'm yeah. not even thinking about like building a lead here. I'm just like, just keep winding down that clock as much as possible. And you know, if if Siakam hits maybe even just one of those two free throws in the fourth, this game's over. Yeah. Um, more importantly, the the Raptors lasted ten additional minutes. So in in total, sixteen minutes without the engine that drives them and still pull this out. I mean, there are so many positives. To, and I know that there will be the Raptor haters out there who will say, you know what? It took X, Y, Z, and they still managed to barely pull out one win. How are they going to do this? But I look at it differently. I look at very poor officiating. I look at, you know, yeah. a lot of the things that were going against us. And, you know, we, we, Kawhi could have had an even stronger game in those first four quarters I, I don't know. I'm I'm very hopeful. You know, you take these things one at a time, and mm-hmm. this will do wonders for a team's uh, confidence going into Game Four. Listen, if you told me that that Kyle Lowry fouled out, Norman Powell fouled out, Gasol with five, uh, Fred Van Vliet with five, and you're telling us that we're going to double OT with the best team in the NBA, 
in the conference finals, I honestly don't think that we would have won that game. I really don't. Yeah. The fact that we pulled out a W and you know, you, you, you everyone's seen the statistic, 0% have any team in NBA history come back from a 0-3 deficit. So the fact that we got one uh, at our in our home court is humongous. It, that honestly, we got to take this swing the pendulum, make it our our series now. We have to go into game four as confident as possible, as confident as we can ever be. Yeah, absolutely. To me, this game felt like, and this is going to sound a little silly, that arc in like a Marvel superhero movie <laughs> or some sort of like a 007 James Bond kind of thing where the hero, James Bond, Spider-Man, Captain America, whoever is getting their ass handed to them. Like they're being thrown across the entire city or like Batman's being thrown entirely across Gotham City. Mm-hmm. He's getting wounded. But this is like that moment when Bane's like, now I'll crush you, Batman, or whatever. Like in his <laughs> weird ass voice. But suddenly Batman like grabs his foot and he looks up and he's like, no, Not I've got you now. <laughs> Bane, this is where it ends. And it's oh. like, oh my God, this is like, I didn't think this was possible despite everything, but oh my God. And then it's that one initial blow. He actually did it. He actually sent Bane to the ground. What we need now is the continuation of that scene where he keeps pummeling Bane. The armor's weakened. There's actually signs of weakness. We actually have it out and we can do this, but we have to continue and finish the scene because we've started it. Dre is literally the person, the the bridge between movie lovers and basketball fans. <laughs> this is the analogy. I'm totally that sorry. I, could, <laughs> I could not help but picture him playing with action figure figures as he was describing <laughs> that entire scenario yeah. what's 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 really sad as i was and that was entirely from my head <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the worst part i don't well, own any any batman figurines <laughs> no but like it, i think you hit it on the head with the with the comparison right and and the raptors answered back and they're they're you know using your analogy they're, they're making that comeback and and i'm gonna take this time to to throw in some additional numbers here yanni and tintacumpo uh, playoff low, 12 points. Playoff worst, 5 of 16 shooting. Their oh. other all-star, Chris Middleton, playoff low, 9 points. Playoff worst, 3 of 16 shooting. Damn. Uh, and their their starting point guard, Eric Bledsoe, 3 of 16 shooting. That is horrendous mm-hmm. numbers. Their leading scorer, their two leading scorers were off their bench. So kudos yeah. to the Raptors. You guys gutted it out. Use this motivation and kill it in game four. Mm-hmm. As much as that game took a whole a hell of a lot out of us and the Raptors, it took a whole bunch from the Bucks. So we got to move that forward. We got to take this momentum to Game Four, and let's let's go. Let's tie the series up two two. Is there anything else you guys want to take away until we wrap this up? Yeah, just finish the Batman scene. We know Batman's supposed to come out strong in the end. <laughs> you just have to do it. We can't have this being. Uh, disappointing closer to something i'm not going to name any names but uh we, we got to finish strong we got to get lucius to give us more armor for Kawhi. all right i'll talk to you guys uh on what is it tuesday all right i'll talk to you guys on tuesday for game four until then boys that's a wrap have you noticed that the game started at seven and we still end as if it started at 8 30 <laughs> i mean thanks raptors seriously i gotta go to bed <laughs>